0: The name on the
1: front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about
2: how hard
0: you can get hit and
2: keep moving forward. Wham! Cut, zap. First try. Why so serious? He's a fast killer. I love the smell of napalm pump in the morning. I'm freaking pump! I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day! I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Good Day for a Movie Podcast. I'm Jacob, and I'm joined, as always, by Sage. What's up? Wow, that's just <laughs> not who I said. And Tate.
0: Yeah, that's me. Oh,
2: I was really hoping Sage would come in and say hi, but he's,
1: Sage just woke up in a little nappy food. I don't have the care or energy in the world to say anything. <laughs> how we doing? Football's back, people. Football's back, baby. I'm
2: happy. I'm so happy. It's amazing how much better my mood is when football's back.
0: God, I just love looking at my phone and being like football, 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 football. And
2: just like I'm in six fantasy leagues this year. I tried to cut it down, Holy but I just fuck. was not able to. I'm kind of upset with myself, but to just be able to like look at your phone and be like, "Uh, oh, here's my fantasy team. Look at this. This is fun." <laughs>
0: I guess if you're in six, then you really have like no downside cuz like at least one or two is going to be good every week.
2: You would think. It's so I've been in six the past probably four-ish, five-ish years. And Jesus. like the first three or four, I at least won two of them. And I made the playoffs in like all of them except for maybe but Does one. that even
0: make like the win feel that good?
2: Oh, yeah. Each one feels great. Even <laughs> the ones that I like. I think I'm in I think I'm in two that there's no money on the line. And both what? of those are still just as good as money.
0: False. That's crazy. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: No. Um, I
0: I'm in I I'm mean, last
2: is- year, I didn't make the playoffs in a single league. No, I'm sorry. I made the playoffs in one league, which was a no money league.
0: That's brutal. I would hate that. Yeah, that
2: sucked.
0: Though, so, I'm like, interestingly enough, I'm in three leagues this year. Too many, way too many. But um, one of them is just like, there's no reward for the winner, but there's just one punishment for the loser. And it's funny to see the incentives that like carry you. Cause like, I feel like in every other league, once you like start to maybe fall behind you start to maybe care less and you're like oh whatever i don't care i'm not going to set my lineup i'm i'm in the second half i'm in the bottom half um but in this league last place has to take the sat which is super funny cuz all the all, everyone's like around 30 years old that's a great punishment and it's funny that like everybody in the league is like they're going to lose like everybody that's going to lose week 1 is like i need to fucking step up i need to do this i need to fix my team i need to so everybody in the league is constantly scared of this punishment. So everybody's trying really hard to not get last. And it's just, there's no reward for first. Nobody cares about that. They just don't want to get last. And it's kind of funny. Sage,
2: you happy footballs here?
0: (coughs) Yes.
1: Awesome. (laughs) I'm a little, I work weekends, so I miss the morning Mm -hmm. and afternoon games, but... Yeah, all I have to all I fucking get is Tampa Bay Dallas tomorrow night. Screw that. That's the last yeah, game I want to yeah, watch tough. this weekend. I,
2: I probably won't be watching that game. I'll yeah, watch. I the really Rams. I
1: definitely won't be watching that game. I'm going to watch the game. US Open final. Yeah. For sure.
0: Fuck Dallas. Uh, fuck the Bucks. I don't care about that.
1: Yeah, this is I, I don't think either of them are going to be good. No. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be a bad game.
0: Cowboys always suck, but all right, are we a movie podcast or are we a football podcast? We might it's football, football
2: season fan. let's <laughs> change it for a few weeks to football we can go like a daily radio youtube
1: show fun fact i have the best team in our league between the three of us you don't, you, Actually, don't. Which which league? You, don't. you
0: don't you don't
1: which league uh, either both <laughs> take your pick i
2: did have a bad draft and the
1: one with kale
2: that was my first draft i wasn't prepared but all my <laughs> other ones i up my game okay Let's get to this pick because it was my pick. We traveled back in time to see one of the coolest people in cinema history and American history with James Dean. Natalie Wood also in this movie. It's awesome. Rebel Without a Cause from 1955.
0: Natalie Wood's a total babe. We're going to get more into that on the other side, but wow. <laughs> so
2: we we, we kind of covered... Um, your initial reactions last time it was it was kind of muted reactions cuz i am assuming you guys hadn't really heard of this movie
0: never heard never have heard of it and never have seen a james dean movie um, only known by the name so when you mm-hmm. picked it i was actually pretty pumped and just to know like the year and the the also just the length of the movie i always love a movie that's like oh, under two, under 2 hours cuz i'm pretty pumped about it um but yeah i mean initial reactions were just overall pretty excited yeah
2: this is a movie that i have been wanting to watch for a long time when when i kind of started that whole um afi list which i still have not finished this would start to pop up on hbo because i was watching all these older movies and i was like ah, i want to watch that one but i want to finish this first and then i stopped doing the list which i need to come back to but so then i was like you know what this is the perfect time i picked a long movie last time we're going to go with the shorter one hopefully
1: it'll be good have you seen the James Dean one before?
2: Oh, this was my first exposure to James Dean. Um,
1: is he even in any
2: other movies? Did he die when he was like 25?
0: Jacob said he had he's 32 in, credits.
2: Yeah. He's in a lot of movies. Actually. It's, it surprised me. Um, yeah, 32 total credits. Um, I think a lot of it was TV, but I think he was in quite a few
0: movies. Why is he such like a famous name for being in like, not that or not that like long of a career.
2: I think just that whole, the brightest stars burn out the fastest type of thing. Because like I died. think in yeah, because he died in the fifties, he was the epitome of cool. Like, I on HBO it had a little extras thing with an interview with because um, I HBO or Warner owns TCM Turner Classic Movies, and before they play the Turner Turner Classic Movies, there's usually some sort of intro to them. This one was a fashion intro, which I was kind of disappointed with, but I, I did get a few good nuggets about like the jeans and white t shirt. It has always kind of been like part of the American look, but when James Dean came around and in this movie, it was like the epitome of it. And that look just blew up. And in like real life and the fashion world, just became like the biggest thing in the world.
0: It's going to be like our, our uh, Top Gun mustache.
2: Yeah, exactly. Really, but if the Top Gun mas- uh, mustache was used by like Tom Ford and like uh, that's a bad example. I don't. I don't know fashion people. Ralph Lauren.
0: <laughs> Tom Ford. That was pretty good though.
1: Well, technically, Maverick wore a white T-shirt with jeans. Yeah. Okay. That's... So
2: that's true. All right. Well, let's get into this thing. We'll see you guys on the other side. <laughs> Those parties turn into, it's no place for kids.
0: A minute ago, you said you didn't care if he drinks. He said a little drink. You're tearing me apart! What? You you say one thing, he says another, and everybody changes back again!
1: Girls don't love their father. Since when? Since I got to be 16?
2: Stop that!
1: I love you, Jim. I really mean it.
0: No, no, I don't want you to go to the police. There were other people. Why should you be the only one involved? But I am involved. We are all involved. Mom, a boy, a kid was killed tonight. This is all going too fast you for me, You better give son. me something. You better give me something fast. Jimmy, you're because very young. I'm... A foolish decision now could wreck your whole life. In ten years, you'll never know this even happened. Dad, answer her. Stand up. You want to kill your own father? Gary. <laughs>
1: Boy.
2: Plato killed puppies. That's not chill.
0: Very dark.
2: Maybe that that's was why crazy. Wesley's
1: so sad.
0: <laughs> killed puppies.
1: Is Wesley. that why you're sad cuz the yeah. puppies are dead?
0: That was an insanely dark intro to a character. Yeah, very. <laughs> like the first time you even see the kid and he's just like I killed puppies. I don't know why, but I did. Yeah. yeah. Instantly it's, didn't it's, like the guy. But ended up liking him, but instantly didn't like him.
2: Every time I saw him, I was just like, huh, this dude shot like 10 puppies. That's crazy.
0: See, I kind of forgot. About I totally it. forgot about it. Yeah, that. I, I totally forgot about it throughout like the entire movie until he grabbed a gun again. And I was like, oh, wait, he killed puppies. I do have a note in here. Let's see. Plato may be
2: a good or may be a puppy killer, but he's a good wingman. He was a good wingman.
0: Weirdly. Kind of. Fucking weird, Wingman. But (laughs) yeah, that, (laughs) I guess. The whole
2: thing was weird. And initial reactions, Tate? (laughs)
0: Um, uh, my initial reactions was that I really liked it. It was a good film. I liked it a lot. Um, I think, like, we'll get into reasons why. But yeah, I mean, it was a, it entertained me. And I think I liked the kind of like, um, dramatic, like melodrama kind of feel. Um, the emotional scenes, the kind of like just teenagers being teenagers kind of scenes. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, and I like the ending. We'll get into that a lot um, later, but I think I liked it overall pretty, pretty well, pretty, pretty well.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I liked this movie a lot. The, I don't know the first quarter of it. I was like, okay, this is weird. I like this. It's kind of street car named desire esque where it's, it definitely seems almost like a play. I don't think it was based on a player. or I, I. don't know. I, I shouldn't say that. It very well could have been, um, but it, it just felt um, okay. It, it's from a story. It's a story by Nicholas Ray. So I. I don't know. I'll I'll look into that while other people talk. But it just it felt very old, and that's not a not in a bad way. It just it just feels of like the 50s, um, if not before then. And then you kind of get into like the meat of this thing and I think it has a lot of good things to say about like an interesting questions it brings up about like masculinity and like what it is to grow up and like no matter what the times are but just like a coming of age type of thing and uh, I, I'll go back to masculinity thing again I think we'll get into that after we kind of maybe talk about the story a little bit but um,
1: yeah I, I liked it a lot. Sage? I thought it was pretty bang average. I don't know. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It was uh, too old for me. It felt... When was Casablanca made?
2: 42, I think, or 44.
1: Casablanca didn't feel... This movie felt older than Casablanca to me. What? Yeah, it was...
0: That's crazy.
1: Strange. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't... I'm not going to watch it again, for sure, but... (laughs) Yeah. But it wasn't like that. It was.
0: I like your brutal honesty, but.
1: I don't know. It was one of those movies where, like, the most interesting part about it was kind of being put into the frame of mind of a person living in the 50s. And for example, after I watched it, I talked to my grandma and dad about it. And I was like, this guy wasn't really rebellious or a rebel. And she was like, oh, he would have been in the 50s. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: What does that say about
0: talking to oh, someone yeah, like where man, we up are
1: in today? The
2: 50s. Like, Elvis, <laughs> uh, Elvis invented horniness for God's sake.
1: I mean, he yelled moo in the observe observatory and it's like, it's a felony. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, i ah, a real like comedian back there. I see.
1: Hey, yeah. It looks like I need to shank you in the back in life for saying "moo." <laughs> It's ridiculous. I don't know. So it's just, it felt, it was very, I don't know. Yeah, it's, my feelings are skewed. Like, that for me was the most interesting part, but it just wasn't enough. Like, I feel like I could watch a lot of other movies made in the 50s that would put me in that same frame of mind.
0: Yeah, I I guess maybe as like a starting off point of like the the whole title of the film and like um, how it relates to it. I don't really feel like he was a rebel without a cause. Um, He felt like someone that didn't fit into this situation. But he wasn't really a rebel without a cause. Like, when I was thinking, like, because I I, I thought back on that title later, and I was like, everything he did kind of had his own purpose. Like, whether it was what he talked about, like, honor or... um, uh, I don't know to impress this girl. I don't know. Like to me, like rebel without a cause makes me think of something that's like reckless and doesn't care for anything else. And he's. See, I disagree. I, I I may not disagree with your overall point, but I disagree
2: with what you just said. There, rebel without a cause to me is like there's. I think there's this stage where like kind of like in the fifties, like history wise, like it's not the Vietnam War. The Civil rights movement is there, but it's, it's not like in the forefront of everybody's minds. You know what I mean? Especially for, like, I should say for like for white people in the fifties, it was. I think it was one of the calmer times. I think if I'm remembering right, and so it's more so like part of being a teen is rebelling against everything. Um, and so, in the fifties, as a white affluent kid. There wasn't like a whole lot that his age group could kind of get behind, you know what I mean? And so it, it's I I think that 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 phrase is more about that instead of like reckless abandon type of thing.
0: Yeah, I guess I just think like 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 word for word definition wise, like a rebel is somebody that goes against something like a system, and then without a cause is just like doesn't care for. With, like, no, uh, going against See, with whatever. That's
2: where you're, I think you're wrong. Okay. Without a cause means he's just rebelling against everything and there's no actual purpose to his rebellion.
0: Yeah, no purpose. No,
2: it's that would be rebel without a care, what you're saying.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think care and cause kind of go hand in hand, but I think, like,
2: yeah, I, I think, I think they mean like cause as in a noun, like the fighting for the purpose of something. But so, just uh, yeah. You know, yeah,
1: for rebellion's sake. Yeah. Like, it's like, but
0: so I someone
1: I, who will argue with you like a devil's advocate, a natural devil's advocate, someone will, who will argue with you, regardless of what they care or think. It's just to argue with you to almost prove you wrong. like it, that's kind of a rebel without
0: a cause. Sure, oh, okay, I, I agree with that, and I but I, I'm still going to translate it back to this movie of I don't think he really never like had a cause. I think like he maybe yeah. acted like he did. But he always, like in his mind, knew why or knew what he was rebelling against.
1: I don't even think he was rebellious, period. If anything, the most rebellious aspect about him was being rebellious to the rebellious nature of kind of the bad guys or the bad kids in school. Yeah. Like the bad kids rejected Plato and treated him badly. He befriended Plato and treated him well. He was sincere. Bad kids, like, Like just being assholes and shanking people. And (laughs) he was like, not about that. And like, the bad kids run away from a kid dying off a cliff. And he wants to go directly to the police and tell them what happened. Like, pretty much every action he took throughout the movie was rebellious to the rebellious nature of the kind of bad kids in the movie
0: so is so in in being rebellious to the people that are rebellious is he non-rebellious without a cause
1: (laughs) he's like whoa (laughs) i don't even know if there's an english word for that
0: (laughs) it's called plays by the rules And a rebellious i broke his
1: brain he did break his brain an anti-rebellion rebel i don't know anyways the other thing is like the without a cause part he for the most part with any kind of quote-unquote anti-rebellious rebellion rebel whatever we're calling it he pretty much like he treated plato well because he kind of just you know treat people the way you want to be treated and then he like the girl because He liked the girl, not because she was, like, a status symbol or because she was a hot girl like the other kids. And pretty much, yeah, and all of his actions kind of had decent intent. So it was a very, uh, the title I for sure don't like about this movie.
2: So I'm trying to look into it here. When Rebel Without a Cause was released, it was a massive hit with young audiences. Um, No, that's not what I, this is. The actual film's title Rebel Without a Cause was the same as the title of Linder's psychological study signifying the rebellious and idealistic protagonist's search for a cause, honesty and decency in a hypocritical world.
0: So the fact that he was searching for honesty is what made him rebellious? Is that what that psychologist like uh, I mean that's
1: basically what we just said but that's very strange to use vocabulary. Rebel the actual a cause film to
0: represent that let, let me read it again. Yeah, read it one more time. My, my small brain didn't really capture that the first time.
2: The actual film's title, Rebel Without a Cause, was the same as the title of Linder's Psychological Study, signifying the rebellious and idealistic protagonist's search for a cause, honesty and decency in a, hypo, in a hypocritical world.
1: But that, that doesn't make any sense. No. What do you mean? With like the strict vocabulary used, Rebel Without a Cause, that does not align at all with... Description.
2: Yeah. Yes, I agree, but I do agree that that's what the movie's about. Is yeah. No. Like
1: yeah. The description of what their intent is full on what the movie is about, but the title. But they're just confused. It's almost perpendicular (laughs) to.
2: Yeah. That that was just the first result that came up on Google.
1: Well, I mean, it's there may be some context to put it in.
0: As far um, as like why it's named that, it's true, but as far as like still a title to like the what happens in the movie and yeah. the, his character still not accurate. But I I think the only thing that he kind of rebelled against was um, his parents. But I think it seemed like that was a the theme throughout the entire movie. Yeah. It so, seemed like he
1: was pretty casual.
0: Yeah. It seemed like there was like this – like every kid in this entire movie um, didn't like their parents and was looking for an escape or something like that from – their world that they're growing up in. And that's the only thing that he kind of but he didn't really rebel against his parents. He just questioned them.
1: So He just said, Dad, why are you being such a baby? <laughs> he said, Dad, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> hey Dad, why do you have such weak knees? <laughs> dad, take the apron
0: off. <laughs> that well, that was a okay, that was a weird that I think that's the that that's the aspect of this movie that I don't under that that I understand the least is his that's my relationship favorite part of this movie with his, his dad. His,
2: yeah, so that's one of like the aspects of this I I think that's what I like most about this film kind of what it's saying about masculinity I'll kind of read what I wrote um Friday night when I watched no Wednesday night I don't know when I watched this um the movie's both saying that it's important to be strong and stand up for yourself take honor seriously don't make emotional decisions that it's important and that it's important to have other strong masculine figures in your life for when it's time to show some emotion And do all of those things that in a typical everyday life, maybe it's not great to do those like all the time and lead your life on those. It's important to have those masculine figures in your life that you can lean on
0: them. But is that the whole thing against his dad? Because it seemed really deep, like his anger for his dad.
2: Yes, I think just because he, he
0: wanted a figure.
2: Yes, I think so. Um it's like the first note on it, I have, as I said, I, I think I like this stuff with Jim not liking his dad being pushed pushed around by his wife and wearing an apron. And then I really liked that last line that his dad says, the I'll try to be as strong as you want me to be line.
0: Uh, that was a very strong line in the movie. I feel like this this was like the relationship that had the least context that you had to read into the most. Yeah, um, it's, I think you have to have a knowledge
2: of kind of the socio aspects of American life and kind of what it was built around and around this time. I mean, 10 years later, it's really going to start breaking down. And when I say breaking down, I'm not necessarily framing it as a bad thing or a good thing, but in the sixties is when like the, the second wave feminist movement comes up. And so we're, we're seeing the, this, I to me, this movie is a little bit of a predecessor to that saying, like pushing back against that. Um, Saying no, I think the not necessarily that the man should be that in charge of the house, but he should be and it's important for him to be the rock of the house is kind of what this movie is saying to me. and that's what James Dean's character, Jim, wants from his dad, at least.
0: So, so like this, this entire like relationship with him and his parents is the part of this whole movie that I like totally am lost by, because um, I think like what I get from it is that he doesn't like his mom. He hates his mom, but I don't understand why. And that his dad is not the man that he wants him to be, and that irritates him. And I just, like, I just didn't under, like, I couldn't piece that part together. I was just like, is he not the man that you want him to be because he doesn't, like, because he's not who he truly is? Or is it, like, is it because he's not being the typical man of the house? Or is it, like, like that's the part that I was kind of confused about all of the interactions that he had with his family. And whenever he got really mad at his dad, he was like, dad, just Mm -hmm. answer the question, answer the question. Like when he asked his dad about like honor and shit, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a cool conversation to have here with your dad. Like, what is the honorable, like if you, if someone questions your honor, what do you do? Like, that was a cool conversation. But every other conversation that he had with him where he was like the mom, his mom got mad at him about something. And he was like, dad, I'll let you answer this one. And his dad said nothing and stayed quiet. I was like, what are, What are they trying to say by this? And so I think like, yeah, I don't know. That's the one part that, and I don't know if I like the fact that like it's, it's trying to portray like the male as like the, the dominant lead in the house. And that's the way it should be. But I, I do like it if it is like, be true to who you are and don't let like, don't let your circumstances change what you like and what you want to do and who you want to be. I don't know. That's that's the one part of this whole movie where I was kind of confused about why he was so angry at his dad and his mom.
1: I definitely didn't see it as meta. I just thought... So the reason he disliked his mom was because she was very overprotective of him and any time he got into slice bit of trouble they moved and that Mm -hmm. prevented him from growing lasting relationships because he never really had friends and the reason that they kept moving is because his dad was a complete pushover to his mom and so whenever she said we need to move he'd say okay and then they'd move so it was um kind of a lack of respect towards his dad for not saying like you know maybe everyone goes through a few bumps in the road, but he'll be fine. And like, maybe we should stay put so he can actually like have a normal situation. Like not only just standing up for himself, the father, but also kind of him, the son. That's just, that was my two cents of it. Because even the mom was like panicking and saying, We need to move again. We need to move again. Yeah. And and, was and that like, was
0: that was the best interaction that he had with his mom when he was just like, This isn't about you. He's like, Stop moving because you can't handle this. He's like, I yeah. can handle what I just put myself into. He's like, But don't make the excuse that we need to move because you can't handle what I put myself into. So that was yeah. that was a good line. Yeah. And I, I agree with what you just said.
2: Yeah, I, I do too. I think that I I still I still like what I pulled from the movie, but I think that's probably the main, what you said there, Sage, is like, I don't want to say baseline, but that, that's like, that is the root of the movie, I think, is in the root of why he doesn't like his mom and why he wants his dad to be stronger and different and that type of thing. Um,
0: but it seems like his mom is strong in the way that she doesn't, is she strong in not the ways that are best for him? And yeah, she's maybe, pushy,
2: and she's controlling, and she's protective, and, yeah. and she's scared. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And she's and she's selfish in thinking about herself mm-hmm. in the situations that they're in, um, and his dad doesn't stand up. I, okay, I, I understand why he doesn't have, like, respect for his dad. Um, yeah, I just, I've, like, for a while, I thought yeah, it was. for his mom, too. Like, he doesn't really have respect for either of his parents. Or uh, his grandma honestly seemed like she sucked the most, to be honest. Well, he couldn't give two shits about his Yeah, grandma. he was like, fuck. Her. No, he
2: <laughs> punched a picture, a hole through the picture of his grandma. Yeah. yeah. He
0: was like, or fuck grandma. Whatever it was. Grandma can get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> grandma seemed like she sucked. But um I just, like, in the, when watching this movie, I, I like I thought that they were trying to make the point that, like, the, the, the male should be the main figure of, like, the entire home and make all the decisions and everything, and he didn't respect his dad because he wasn't that. And I was like, I don't know. But anywho, I, I can see why he didn't have respect for his dad for not standing up for what maybe he thought was best. So somebody, everybody should do that. So I I kind of agree with that. But do you want to
2: move on from this?
0: Yeah, we can move in. W- what else did you have about,
2: um, ben? the other interesting kind of philosophy, philosophy thing, I guess that they get into is a philosophical. line that is,
0: <laughs> philosophical
2: <laughs> is what his dad says to him about, um, when he first finds him with all, with his bloody shirt and whatnot. And he says, "What you, what you do when you're 16, isn't going to matter in 10 years. But like, I, I like the point that it's saying about what you do when you're 16, isn't going to matter in 10 years, like really, but in the moment, it's the only thing in the world that matters.
0: And I like that. That was an awesome dialogue and conversation mm-hmm. between him and his dad. Cause I think like, you can see both sides. Mm-hmm. You can see his dad's side where he's just like, he's like, whatever you do now, whatever you're about to do, whatever you're thinking about doing when you're 40, it's not going to matter. But even, even to his
2: point about 10 years may, may not be accurate. Um, in 2021, I think, or I guess it's 2022 shit. It's almost 2023. That was a bad move. I was like a year and a half behind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think people grew up much faster in the fifties. Um, Because like Tate and I are like next year will have been graduated from high school for 10 years. And well, yes, what we did in high school didn't really matter, but we still do have relationships with people from high school. And so I I think probably in the fifties, 10 years, probably they do a lot of changing from the years, like from the age of like 18 to like 23, like when they enter the workforce, if they go to college. So, um, Whereas we've kind of slowed down all of that. People are staying, living with their parents longer and everything like that. Um, and so maybe 20 years, like it's exactly what you were saying there, Tate.
0: Yeah, well, and, and like in that conversation, I like, I totally sided with James Dean way more than his mm-hmm. dad. I think I understood his dad's point, um, but that's from a very protective father-like figure. Um, but right, like when- yes,
2: exactly. And you're we're, we're still in that age of our life where yeah. the things that we do now Well, not when you're 27, they do kind of matter now. But, well, I mean,
0: like, it's, it's, like, my whole point is like, fuck, sure. I guess everything that you do now matters 10 years from now. Um, if you're alive then, but like, if not, then like, I mean, whether you are, whether you're not, like, now matters the most. And so that's why, Mm -hmm. like, with James Dean character, I, I was like, I fucking totally agree with you in this circumstance because whatever you are looking to do or like whatever situation you're in, whatever, like, when he, when he got all fired up about what was happening right now in his life, I was like, I completely agree with you. Um, don't worry yeah, I mean, about it, like not doing something because 10 years from now, you'll be like, this doesn't matter. Like Whatever you're feeling and thinking in that moment, go ahead and do. So that's why I like that James Dean moment where he kind of had that teenager um, attitude of right now is everything. Right now is the moment.
2: And I, I will say both things are cur- like... Both viewpoints are right because it's the, it's the yeah to quote Cam Newton it's the hindsight fifty fifty thing.
1: We still got to you know do better, but you know size fifty fifty.
2: Remember when he What's said that heck? on the podium? No. Do you like, you mean twenty twenty? He's 50/50? like
0: That's fucking sure. <laughs> some sort of freak.
2: Um, there are only but two it, reasons
0: it, that
1: oh, are you.
2: No, I, I was gonna say it's the hindsight twenty twenty thing. Like I look back now at some at stuff that happened in like high school and college, and I'm like. I took that really seriously. And that was silly of me to do this thing, or it was a stupid move of me to do this thing. And so it, both of them are correct. Like yeah, in the moment it matters for James Dean, but in 10 years from now, it probably won't matter all that much.
1: Yeah. The only two things that genuinely annoyed me about that whole scene had nothing to do with what you guys just talked about. One is how the fuck was James Dean supposed to be 16 two
0: i think he was actually like
1: 19 yeah
2: i mean he wasn't very far off i think he was born in
1: none 45? of the kids looked sixteen, even remotely 16
0: i also think that maybe just like they dress different and it but anywho i think he was like in his teens
2: he was 24
0: oh okay fuck me but he man. was
2: he was 24 when he died the movie came out after he died so he could have been like 23 ish um, okay, that's a
1: few years older 16. than sixteen, yeah. and it seems sure, like pretty much all the others. The, uh, were
0: well, that's the gale That's,
1: that's always know, been a problem in Hollywood. But it's just annoying. The it's ga- always See, annoying.
2: I can look past it. I happily look past it because I think people in their twenties are better actors typically than people in their teenage years.
0: I mean, super bad. Just throw it out there. Natalie Wolf in this movie I saw was seventeen. Would. Did I say what? What I say?
1: You said Wolf. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, she was 17, and I saw that. She was probably which, like
1: the worst acting
0: performance. Oh, my movie. gosh. We'll get into this on later, but she actually won an Oscar, I saw. Of course.
1: The Oscars are such bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho.
1: Anyways, the other thing that just drove me insane was I was like, you feel like you're afraid to go tell the cops that a kid just drove himself off a cliff and your no, dad is like, wait,
0: no, when he's talking to his dad, this is before he did the chicken run. No, me and it was Jacob after, are talking about,
1: he was trying to go. No, it was after he got home and he was going to go tell the cops.
0: No, what me and Jacob are talking about was before, right after he got in the stab fight and he went home and he had all bloodied shirt and his dad said, that was about
1: honor. Those are two different. No, conversations. no, no. That
0: was about the moment because his dad was about both. Yeah. Yeah, his dad said you got, he was just like, his dad was all worried because he was like had the stab marks and he was just like, he's like, dad, what would you do if you had to go do something to prove your honor? Blah, 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 blah. And his dad was like, whatever you're going to do, you don't have to do it. It's not going to matter 10 years from now. This was all pre-chicken fight. No. Jacob. Yes, it was. Thank you. The
1: 10 years from now conversation was after. No. Yes, because he was wearing his red jacket.
0: He was no, when he was laying in bed, he was laying in bed covering up himself because he had all the stab marks and he asked his dad the question and his dad was in the apron and was like, Yeah, what are you trying to ask me, son? And he was just like, If you had if somebody questioned your honor, what would you do? And he was like, What are you trying to ask me? Blah blah blah. All that whole conversation was pre chicken run. And yeah, what was
1: the argument they had before they left before he left for the police? The,
0: that's uh, that's the one where he he talked to his station. mom. That's the one where he would like in the stairwell when he was talking to his mom. And he He brought up the honor thing again. He did. He brought up the honor thing again. said, dad, answer. Yes. And he said, dad, answer the question. And he's kept on saying that. He said, dad, answer. Dad, answer the question. Dad, I know you're behind me. Answer the question. And his dad stayed silent. But the whole, the the conversation about this whole like timeline that me me and Jay were talking about was before chicken run. I don't think any of that's right well it's
2: two it's two first ones. well so. i
0: just watched it like literally i finished it last night and i can you pull that trust you your me memory to. yeah you I'm want me to pull it gonna... up yeah you're the worst
2: <laughs> i will pull it up and i will fast forward to the spot that's fine
0: well, i'm glad that you already like have it up though
2: i i pulled it up earlier because on google it said it's an hour and 40 minutes and on hbo oh it's not gonna show the let's see some kind of trick answer
0: now, what would you do? Well,
2: would you... oh, I wouldn't make a hasty decision. Tell you what, Jimbo, let's get a little light on the subject. All there is to it. Something that you, well, you just don't. It's.
1: Oh, we've we've got to consider all the pros and cons. I don't, we don't have time. We'll make time. I'll
2: get some paper and we'll make a list. And then if we're still stuck, we'll we'll get some advice. What can you do when you have to be a man?
0: Well, now, no, you give me a direct answer. Are you going to keep me from going? Jim, did
1: I ever stop you from anything? Listen, you're you're at a wonderful age. in 10 years, you you look back on this and then wish that 10 years. I
2: want it now. I want an
1: answer now. I need one. Listen, Jimbo, I'm just trying to show you how, how.
2: I think that's another common W from Jacob and Tate.
1: Go. What's the What's the argument they have before the police station?
2: Let me find it. It's right there. Here
1: we go.
0: Oh, you can see that. That's cool. We can see the bottom. Yeah, we just it's yeah. a black screen.
1: I said it was a matter of honor. Remember? They called me chicken. You know, chicken.
0: I had to go because I didn't. I'll never be able to face those kids again. I got in one of those cars and Buzz, that Buzz, one of those kids. He got in the other car and we had to drive fast and then jump. See, before the car came to the edge of the bluff and I got out okay and Buzz didn't and uh, killed him. Good. And I can't. I can't keep to myself anymore. Well, so. you just get it off your chest, son. That is not what I mean. Dad, I, I, I have never done anything right. I'm, I'm, I've been going around with my head in a sling for years. I don't want to drag you into this, but I can't help it. See, I think... I think that you can't just
1: go around proving things and, and pretending like you're tough. Yeah, that's right. I,
0: you and you can't even though you gotta right. you look a certain way that's, you can't that's right you're absolutely you look that you're you feel, absolutely right you're not listening to me you're involved in this just like i am
2: now i'm going to the police and i oh, want to I tell them know. i'm involved in this oh, right. boy, and I don't want. did anyone see you there oh.
1: did,
0: did anyone
2: see your license what about the I, other even, I don't know, what I about don't know. The other
0: boys? Do you think they'll go to the police? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why doesn't should you matter. be the only one involved? Well, far
2: be it for me to tell you what oh, the. Who are you going to
0: preach? Do we have to listen to a sermon now? Well, I'm only trying
2: to tell him what you mean. You, you can't be idealistic all except, your life, Jim. Nobody nobody except, thinks you're sticking Except your neck out. To yourself.
0: Wait a minute. Except yourself. You don't want me to go. No. No, I don't want you to go to the police.
1: There were other people.
0: Why should you be the only one involved? But I am involved. We are all involved. Mom, a boy, a kid was killed tonight. I don't see how I can get out of that by pretending that it didn't happen.
2: Well, you know that you did the wrong thing. That's the main thing, isn't That's it? Nothing. That's nothing.
0: That is absolutely nothing. Dad, you told me. You said you, you want me to tell the truth. Now, didn't you say that? You can't turn it off. Well, he's not saying that. He's saying just don't volunteer. Just tell a little white lie. You'll learn when you're older, Jim. Well, I don't think that I want to learn that way.
2: Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because we're moving.
0: I'm not tearing me loose again.
2: Well, this is news to me. Just why are we moving? Oh, do I have to
0: spell you it I'm out? You are not going to use me as an excuse again. I don't. Every time you can't face yourself, you blame it on me. That is not true, You say it's because of me. You say it's because of the neighborhood. No. You use every other phony excuse. Mom, I just once I want to do something right. And I don't want you to run away from me again. Dad, this is all going too fast for me, You better give me something. You better give me something fast. Jimmy, you're very young. A foolish decision now could wreck your whole life. In 10 years, you'll never know this even happened. Dad, answer her. Tell her. Point. (laughs) 10 years we were both right yes so but that's what we said is that he brought it up earlier and then they brought it up again
1: no that's not what you said you said I was wrong in saying that they had the conversation about, about him going to the police no no, no, no no, you no, said no. we were wrong oh my yes. god of course you changed the whole fucking no, thing after no 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 you christ. said we were wrong
2: that it wasn't brought up in the first time we, we said? said it
1: was both maybe <laughs> jesus christ fine go replay what we just said 20 well minutes we can't ago. because then
2: we won't be recording
1: <laughs> oh my god what, i'm the and- most tired one here and i think i'm the least brain dead between the three of us right? I no know, you're wrong
2: i'll we'll find out in the edit and if 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 i was wrong in the edit i will record something saying i'm sorry i was, I was, saying, was wrong and I one of the
1: two me. things that annoyed me the most about that whole scene was that he was saying that uh this like he was making a big deal of him going to the police about a kid dying playing chicken was going to matter in 10 years like they had this whole 10-year conversation and then Tate was like no they had the conversation earlier right and i was that's like because no, we had well, was going to the police station
2: that's because we were talking about to, you were bringing. You were talking about a different conversation than what we were talking about. We were talking about that first one,
1: and that I. You were saying I was wrong because you are saying that conversation happened before the chicken race.
2: It did. It did. and it happened. And after. it
1: happened after.
2: I know, but you didn't say it also happened after. Yes,
1: I said. It, I said they had the conversation when he was on his way to the police station to tell <laughs> you, him that a kid died.
0: We no. Wait this this entire thing. You your first. There was no and in that sentence you just yeah. said.
2: You said it happened then, as in it only happened then, is no. how we took that.
1: It happened as he was going to the police station, and you guys were going. No, it happened and before it happened the happened race. The first it happened time in it happened. both times. You never said that. We I'm did. calling bullshit. I, I know. Replay I replay the tape.
2: Okay, we we, we I don't. I don't remember no. if we said that. I'm, I'm getting literally.
1: gaslighted so hard. I, okay, no, okay. I do hey, remember. Just
2: listen, listen. <laughs> when 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 we were just watching the movie here, listening to the movie. I said, okay, we were both right. It happens
0: in both places. Yes, we said that. You say, Sage, your initial things that you were mad about was not that scene, though. Yes, it was. The, okay, well,
2: were you mad about the scene before he goes to the chicken No. Rice? Okay, that's what the scene we were talking about, and you said, the two things I didn't like about that yes, scene were. that's why and I'm So confused. we thought you were talking about the scene in the bedroom.
0: Yes, because the scene that we were talking about was the first time that they mentioned the 10-year thing and then when you brought up you were mad about that scene, it was a different scene. We were confused because we were like,
2: that didn't happen in that scene. The police didn't it, happen in that first and it scene.
0: it happens to happen again later, post-chicken race. It happens to happen. Yeah, and we did say that. We said, this is the original time it happened, and then it comes up again. Oh, my God. But we, we were originally, that's why we were confused. Is because we ori- were originally talking about the bedroom scene.
2: And then you said the two things I didn't like about it yep. were th- him saying about the police, and we're like the police weren't involved in that first one. Do you see what we're saying?
1: I'm getting gaslighted so hard because <laughs> now I'm starting to fucking second guess myself. This is bullshit. I want we re- <laughs> I want. I want the tape of the. I want a rerun of the tape.
0: Wow, I really thought that rerunning, watching that, and listening to that was going to solidify everything. But now we need to. Anyway, there's the
1: going to the police station part that irritated that annoyed- you that I was really bothered with because why? I was like, do you think they're not going to figure out that a kid died? One, two, you think they're not going to figure out that there's two cars that are just on the edge of the ocean? No, they knew I'm
0: talking about the police. Yeah. The police knew. Yeah, but... No, they didn't. Yeah, they that's did.
2: why the other three were
0: brought in. And that's they why just didn't know that James Dean was there. When he went home and slept on his yeah. own couch before that scene that we just listened to before he had the interaction with his parents, they were like, Oh my gosh! You were out on the bluffs. We just heard about this on the news. His parents literally told him. So if it was on the news, yes. So then, then what's the the big deal about him telling the cops that that he was the
2: one that was driving the other car because he feels responsible for his death?
0: Yes, he just wanted to explain what happened. And so,
2: and then the other three gangsters don't want him to say anything because everybody else there is just going to play innocent and they weren't there. They weren't home. Uh, they, they weren't out of
0: the bluff. Everybody else is scared, and they they don't want to snitch. So, what are you irritated about?
1: That whole situation.
0: The cops already knew. They're just going to
1: assume that like one guy drove two cars off of a cliff. Is that what, what? you're suggesting? No, no,
0: no. they they don't know anything about it. They just know that somehow they just these know cars that
1: somehow there's two cars in the ocean and one kid's dead. Yes. So yes. they're not and gonna. The cops aren't gonna think. Oh, there might have been other people around. No, that's they why they did. Questioned. That's why they
2: brought in those three kids. That's why they so questioned. So then, what's
1: the big deal about him telling the cops about what? It explains happened? it
2: because the kids denied it. And why He's is that a big deal? You we were all there that's because then you will all get in trouble.
1: I'm just saying that's stupid. That premise is stupid.
2: The premise that he wants to go to the cops.
1: No, the whole situation is why? stupid. Why? Why? Cause like what the the his buddies are really think that the cops are gonna be like oh okay well these kids said that no one else was there even though there's two cars and this Jimmy Dean guy is saying that yeah no no one was there.
2: I mean this is all happening in the same night so it's not like they're just closing the case and I know that's hours. what I'm
1: saying it's like if reality played forward like they'd be like okay there are a ton of tire tracks there's a shit ton of people here there's a shit ton of people that are lying about what happened your night. We're going to unsolve everything. James Dean would be like, see, probably should have just told him. And then we made, would have made this a whole hell of a lot easier. That's why I'm saying the whole premise yeah, is but stupid. They're dramatic.
2: teenagers. They don't want to make cops jobs. I know. Easy, That's why when they stupid. were at the
1: scene of the crime. That's <laughs> stupid. I and hate Teenagers
2: it. are stupid. Yes,
1: I was like, this is really, well, in the part where his dad was like, you can't ruin your life, Jim. And I was like,
0: what do you mean? They thought, they thought he would go to jail for like murder. Yeah. Why would he go to jail for murder? Because he competed in this race against some guy who died. But they did a, both like, in yes. their own free will. Uh, the cops aren't going to be like, okay, yeah, you uh, you made this agreement that you're both going to die. Okay, cool. The cops aren't going to be forced cool to do anything. No. I, the kid just drove off a cliff. The, yeah, the, the entire point. I'm just, of, the premise is
1: dumb. I the whole it. chicken thing is dumb, by the <laughs> way. When the kid said, or when James Dude said, he called me chicken, chicken, I was like, yeah, he didn't want to be called
0: chicken, brother. And? Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I I agree that it's yeah that part in the grand dumb. scheme of things like being called chicken isn't the biggest deal, but it goes back to the whole purpose of the movie about how what James Dean's character cares about is honor and doing the right thing yes. and was, not having that be questioned about him because that's been questioned. His dad's honor and integrity has been questioned James Dean's whole life.
1: Yes, it's, but just so honestly dumb. Like I thought it was very dumb. I, I thought the whole premise was dumb. I thought everything <laughs> was dumb. I love okay. the fact that he had to question his honor because a high fellow 16-year-old called him a chicken.
2: You're making me be rebellious no, okay. and like this movie more because you don't like it. You're
0: that's making mounds out of molehills right here. Because obviously, okay, I agree with you that, like, the fact that he did this chicken run because the other guy called him a chicken is dumb. I'm like, yeah,
1: that's Also, the chicken run is dumb.
0: Sure. Yeah. Teenagers
1: yeah. do really
2: dumb things. Sure.
0: Yeah. Did we ever do that dumbest shit? Not us, but the, a lot of teenagers do even dumber shit. I bet. Yes. Well, like several the hold
2: your breath shit. challenge where people are dying right now.
0: Yeah. Like tide pod, most of the like Jesus Christ, you can make a movie about tide pod challenges and people will be like, that's not realistic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a documentary about tide pod challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like sure we like could teenagers that in do, a movie
2: do really it. stupid stuff, and they do even later. more stupid stuff now that TikTok's around because they can get likes from it. That's Anywho. Fair.
0: My, my whole thing is that, sure, that's dumb that he accepted this challenge because he was called a chicken. Sure, that's fine that that's dumb. But the fact that he wanted to be honest with the cops as a matter of honor to tell them what happened at this incident is not dumb. And I think that's the part that I completely disagree with you.
1: No, I'm saying it is not dumb. It's dumb that it's being so dramatized and it's ridiculous. Well, a kid died. So, go tell the cops what happened. Like, he's yeah, like,
0: that's why uh,
1: I should go tell the cops. And his dad's like, no, you can't ruin your life. Because and all the thugs are like, no, he was we're going to be in the trouble. The they're going to
0: lose their kid. And they're super yeah, protective. They're very protective.
1: But that's not what was going to happen. That's, They didn't know that. He
0: probably would not They like he probably would have gotten thrown off. in jail for doing that. Yeah. He probably not would have just gotten let off for that. It's not like the easiest and I miss thing to I'm misunderstanding something because I think that's insane. If you're part of a murder, even though you're not the one that murdered somebody, if you're part, if you're part of a, of a death, 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 if you're part of a death, you're probably not in a good seat.
2: <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure a good lawyer could like put him away for manslaughter.
0: Anywho, that's just yeah, that's like the whole point of like this whole thing is that nobody was being honorable about the way that this played out, and he was the one that was trying to be an honorable person when everybody else was telling him not to. Fess up, not to be honest, not to explain what happened.
1: So you're telling me that him racing against this guy over a cliff would like classify as like involuntary manslaughter because it's not direct murder.
0: Sure, I yes, how yes, because he's involved in the in the death of this person. That's not. Involuntary I'm not a lawyer, so I I, I would say you,
1: so. it
2: would be akin to like a NASCAR driving like driver being charged with
1: manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter is like driving recklessly and hitting someone else, and then that person dies.
0: What if I? W-
1: there, but the, he drove himself off of a cliff.
0: He challenged him and accepted a challenge of a race that would end up in possible death. The guy that died challenged him.
1: Yes, and he, he challenged accepted the but that does, and it, but that doesn't matter. He accepted and it and
0: equally challenged him. But there's. They they competed. Oh in something. my god, <laughs> that's so dumb. I I don't. This is so crazy that this is something that bothers you so much because I feel like it normally does this bother is something me. Because it's just me. like why? I, like the th- the thugs. I
1: get it. Like they're freaking out. Like you can't tell what was happening, but it's like so obvious. Like any decent cop could go see, go to the place the next day and be like, okay, there's like 50 cars here, over 100 people. There's obviously a drag race over the cliffs. One kid died. So there was another kid in the other car we were are going to go find the answer. And you're like, not it would, immediately going to be like a g- week, maybe to figure out who all the kids were and who the kid in the other car. And was.
0: you're just going to trust that the one kid that survived is like, Oh, there's no foul play. I'm just awesome. There was no foul play. I know, but that's if you're from the cops perspective, I, I'm just playing the devil's advocate now. Cause you're just kind of, I know, but you're dumb. And so is the premise. Jesus Christ, I can't even go down this road, I don't think because it's just not the way that the things work if you're involved in a death of somebody else, you're like it's scary to admit that you're involved in the death right so like, if you're in a
1: pool with someone else and they accidentally drown without you knowing are you charged with involuntary manslaughter might be no probably not unless you but you could be
0: yeah.
2: And could and you be. could be, but I, I'll do you a better analogy. You guys are both doing drugs, and your friend dies from like an overdose
0: because you didn't stop him.
2: Yeah. You, then I'm just saying you could anybody who's
0: not there could see this situation as James Dean was involved. That's the whole premise. It's insane, and I think the fact I mean, that it's they entirely dumb. Obviously, because we know James Dean and we know what happens, then it's dumb. But if you're not somebody there then it's, and and the fact that, I I think, yeah, anywho, this is all just like BS compared to the real meaning of this entire film, which is just the fact that he's trying to be an honorable person and be honest when nobody else is. In stupid premises, but I guess that's just where it is. I don't even want to say what I'm going to say, so we'll go (laughs) past it. Well,
2: here's some tragicness around the movie. We kind of talked last episode about um how both natalie wood and james dean died at an early age well Sal Mineo also died at an early age he's the one that played um play all three leading stars who experienced trouble troubled lives of their own suffered premature deaths under unusual and tragic circumstances a car crash at age 24 in 1955 james dean a mysterious drowning at age 43 in 1981 natalie wood and a stabbing murder at age 37 in 1976 Sal Mineo.
0: jesus so, okay, interesting facts on this. I actually looked into the Natalie Wood um, death a little bit, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of conspiracy around this that makes it not um, accidental at all. And it's kind of fucked up because they, they, so they, they said that on like the night of her death. Um, so she had a husband. She divorced her husband, married another guy, had a kid, divorced that guy, remarried, um, or, or, or or sorry, was dating this one guy, married this other guy, broke up with him, divorced him, married the guy that she was originally dating, um, this actor who's still alive and was number two in Austin Powers, you know, who number two is? Yeah. Yeah, so that's who she was married to. And on the night of her, so, and, and apparently she also was kind of like, um, had a lot of infidelity, Um, She was, like, cheating on him with this FBI agent. I read a lot into this um, for, like, four years. On the night that she died, she was out on a yacht with her husband post-knowing about this whole, like, cheating on her. And um, Christoph Waltz, I think, was the other person. And
2: And that's Robert Wagner.
0: Wagner, yeah, that's his name. Robert Wagner and Christoph Waltz. Apparently, she was found in the ocean, like with bruises all over her, scratches all over her face from an accidental drowning. And her like BAC level was pretty high. Um, and they were just kind of called it accidental drowning because there was nothing about it. And um, this one guy testified that was on the boat. He testified that he was just like, yeah, there was an argument between Wagner and her that night, but it was nothing crazy. So I left. Anywho, nothing happened. Um, what they said is that she like claimed that they, she fell off the boat trying to get into the dinghy, drowned. That was it. Her sister has written a book um, that came out actually like last year. And she said that this is all totally fucked up because she said that her sister, Natalie Wood, never knew how to swim and was terrified of the open water and would have never willingly tried to get onto a little dinghy from a yacht. So that's one thing that I was like, okay, that's fucked up. Her sister completely like... um calls out several actors about some fucked up shit that ha- happened to her sister but the one is that this whole Wagner um incidental death kind of thing um then the other part about it is that they were looking into it and she was like or, or the guy that or- originally said that the little argument that they had that really didn't mean much In so he said that in like 1950s or when or no this happened in the 70s so whenever in like the 70s and this came out he that's his original message he came out in like the last he, five years. She died in 81. 81. So in the last like five years, he came out and he went against his original test or like testimony that he had. And he was just like, no, yeah. Like there was some physical altercations too that were happening. And in this physical argument, and I never saw what the outcome of it was, but yeah, he's like, it was worse than I originally said. And so basically all these things is that they, and then, so after all these investigations, it originally was an accidental death by drowning. And then now they've gone back and revoked that and just said it was some sort of other thing, but they've never blamed Robert Wagner and he's never been charged and never
2: in 2018, Robert Wagner was named a person of interest in the ongoing investigation into Wood's
0: death. That's when they like reopened the case. They reopened the case like two or three times. Um, but the most recent one, but he's still, he's nothing has ever happened to him. He's still alive. He's still fine. Um, I read about this and I was like, this is kind of fucked up. So she has a really messed up question mark around her whole death. Um, And it doesn't sound like, but anywho, James Dean had a real, real tough death at 24, just speeding. And that's sad to hear about little Plato. Mm -hmm. The other person in the accident was probably charged with involuntary manslaughter. Probably. And he Mm -hmm. probably never confessed because he probably definitely did it.
1: Plato was an interesting character. I don't. He was. No, if I liked him.
0: I don't think I he liked just kind him of until the end. It's kind of pity him.
1: But, like, I didn't like him in the end. He was just freaking out. He's being a total weirdo.
0: Yeah, but you got to understand that that's, like, because of the situations around him and because of what everybody, because of his circumstances. It wasn't by choice or anything. I mean,
1: the. Up until the observatory, I'd agree with you. Well, even the, the cop chasing part was kind of borderline, but the whole observatory thing was ridiculous.
0: I think this movie also. Like him wanting on... the
1: light out once the light's on, he's like, ah! And like starts waving his gun around and
0: gets shot. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't have to like make sense. I just think that like what. This movie also, I think like when Jacob talked about masculinity, I think this movie also touches on mental illness because I think that part of all three of these characters have a little bit of mental illness and they talk about, they mean they even bring up like a psychiatrist and like how frowned upon a, seeing a psychiatrist is in the 50s. Um, and I think that-
2: Well, yeah, they'd lobotomize you a lot.
0: They'll lobotomize you. <laughs> but I think that Plato's character was somebody that was just really fucked up by all of his surroundings and really couldn't come to his- world that everybody else lives in and he couldn't be normal and I think that he was scared and hated everybody and the only person that he liked was James Dean's character who showed him some sort of sincerity and empathy for no reason but um so I completely I I I love Plato's character actually in this but that's yeah
2: I I I think while I was watching it, I was like, this Play Doh dude gives me the skeeves.
0: He's kind of a weirdo, but they explain a lot of it later.
2: Yes. And like, I, after watching it and talking about him, like what you said, I I would agree. I like his character. I think it was well done. And especially for the 50s, um, kind of displaying mental health and mental problems.
0: Cause like he, I was kind of weirded out with how like attached he was to James Dean and for like almost like no reason and also equally attached. I'm like they're to only Natalie a couple Wood. years
2: different and he wanted them to be mom and dad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like when he had the one moment where he was like you're almost like my father and he didn't finish the sentence and James Dean was like get out of here. Go go home. Go get some sleep. Um and then like later when they're all like when him and they would are hanging out and he's kind of being like a third wheel that kind of loves being around both of them. I was like, "Man, he's kind of strange." But then later, when they hit on the, the fact that like he never really had good parents, and he kind of weirdly sees James Dean and Natalie Wood as like his mom and dad of like people that actually care for him and take care of him, it all like all those pieces started to fall together, and I really started to feel for him. And then, when he kind of felt like he needed to defend himself, but didn't know how and was just a scared kid. I really, like, in the last, like, ten minutes, I totally started to feel for him.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I felt really bad for him. And, like, it's almost like the case of, like, where he probably was just kind of stuck at, like, that, like, eight-, nine-year-old, like, developmental stage where that's kind of how he's acting. So, like, while in real life they're only, like, a year or two older than him maybe, developmentally they're probably, like, ten years older than him.
0: Yeah, he he clearly had a lot of shit going on that um was very different from James Dean. James Dean had some shit going on, but for the most part he was much better off than Plato. And I and I think he understood that. He recognized where Plato was at and he knew that Plato needed like help. Um but and tried. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how I I took that whole at first I was a little weirded out by it at all. And I was like, what's this, how's this playing together? What's happening here? But I think the end kind of wraps it all together. And that gets into my, like, I, I think the ending of this film really pulled it all together. Cause I thought that for the most part, there was some good scenes. There were some weird scenes. There were some like the whole stabbing his tire and like getting into that little knife fight where just for them to end up being like, I like you, let's do a chicken run. That was all weird. Um, it was dumb. Yeah, that was all. I looked the whole past all of that.
1: Moo pissing him off was dumb.
0: Yeah, Moo pissing them off was dumb. Um, the fact they called him chicken and that irritated him was kind of dumb. Um, there's things like that. that, But like to me, that's very incidental to the whole point of the movie. And I think the ending really wraps it all up. Ever since the car death, the movie gets much better everything before the car death i thought was i don't know just setting it up and irrelevant
2: yeah i agree i it was definitely very um the the before buzz dies it's very juvenile it's very it's it's almost silly it's not quite to the point of being silly but it 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 did it, it was like is this just going to be like a cheesy movie but then and i think it's done purposefully when buzz dies it gets very serious because all of those characters grow up super duper fast right then and there
0: yeah and it like every all everything that was like fun and games got very serious very quick mm-hmm. it was like even the i mean being a new kid at the school and making jokes to the little knife fight in the parking lot to like that's like that's just kids being kids kind of thing but then when they do the chicken run and he accidentally dies everybody's like oh fuck this is real life the shit the threats get
2: more serious they're hanging chickens on his front porch and
0: yeah they're hunting him down to yeah all of that stuff was like it got way more serious at from that point on and then even everything that like builds up until Plato's gets shot like that's the only thing that really stops all of the madness mhm sadly but
2: yeah and i I even like the part where like the the romance part where James Dean and Natalie Wood are she's like I love you I, I all my life I've been searching for somebody to love me but now I've found out that I love you like it that was, type of thing I liked that line a lot too Yeah
0: it was very teenage love-esque where mm-hmm. I mean she loses her high school boyfriend and then immediately falls in love with him and, and she's known him for a day Yeah and she's known him for a day yeah. Um, but
1: I can't believe I'm so sorry I was so mean to you earlier today 12 hours ago <laughs> 12 <laughs> yeah. hours ago I was like Jesus Christ
0: Yeah it was all very teenager teenager love but that line that she said was true It was honest It was that she had always loved people but she had never found somebody that actually loved her So that was Well no no it was the opposite she like it, it's that kind
2: of um the teenage girl always looking for attention type of thing is what she was looking for. She was looking, she wanted people like sh- she probably wasn't really in love with Buzz. He was just the cool kid. Yeah. And the coolest kid in school, but she, uh, she was always wanting somebody to be at her beck and call and do all those things. And then she found herself like, Oh, Oh, now, now I'm in love with James Dean, Jim as a, a character's name. And so like, it was kind of the opposite. Like, I was always just wanting somebody to love me but it turns out I really just wanted to love somebody and for them to love me back too but I I never was looking for that person that I could fall in love with
1: is this what it's like to love somebody I
0: don't
1: know what kind of a person do you think a girl wants a man yes but a man who can be gentle and and sweet. Like you are. Oh. <laughs> and someone who doesn't run away when you want them. Like being Plato's friend when nobody else liked him.
0: That's being strong. Oh, wow. <laughs> <coughs> we're not gonna be lonely anymore
1: ever ever not you or me i love somebody all the time i've been i've been looking for someone to love me and and now i love somebody and it's so easy why is it easy now
0: I like that too. I, I thought it was just that she didn't feel loved by Buzz. She just was with him because popularity. He's well and also you. and also she never felt loved from her parents. This is a big this is a big kid parental um troublesome movie. All right, we can start to wrap this up though.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, I think that Sage, you got anything else you want to get in a fight about?
1: God, you two are just...
2: We haven't done this in a while. Were I know,
0: it felt fighting? good. I, f- I feel like sometimes I am the one that's like, I didn't like this because it wasn't realistic. And I feel like now Sage is in that seat.
1: I mean, all in all, I think I can say that the biggest reasons I didn't like this movie was that circumstantially it just felt weird. And I think that had a lot to do with it being a movie made in the 50s. Like writing stories and acting was completely different in that time from where it is today. And just the context of how the story should be written, how the setting should be, how the acting should be done, what the character should be like, it was just very weird. And obviously I thought a lot of the circumstances were very dumb. I thought a lot of the like little things were very dumb. I think that the underlying stories of Plato was legit and impactful, but there's just some, like, I think the way it ended was just weird. I don't know. It was just a very circumstantially weird movie. Like it just, a lot of it didn't make sense. And I didn't understand and didn't agree with, and I thought we're dumb, but I think the shining star to this movie is that for anyone who did not live in the fifties. It gives you kind of a f- frame of mind of what it was like living in the fifties, which I thought was extremely interesting. Cause I'd be like, wow, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. And none of this makes any sense. And I'd be like, well, maybe that's just a, what, the way it was in the fifties. And I just have to accept that my grandparents will love this movie. And I will not.
2: <laughs> I guess I'm your grandma. Yeah. Grandpa Gr- is what Grandpa. I should have said. <laughs>
1: Pop up?
0: Yeah. Did you say grandma?
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said that. I was gonna say grandparent, and I was like, nope. That I would not. I almost put it in plural. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: Rebel that a cause? More like hashtag daddy issues. That's what the title of this movie. Yeah. Should also, be.
1: titled bad title. Title does not
0: gel. We already. Went yeah. I, that, I don't.
2: But... I can't. I don't. I don't know how to.
0: How to reconcile? Frame that the title one. to make it make sense. All right, let's get into some aggregates. Also, yes, Sage Natalie Wood, number one in the wild, won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress.
1: I thought she was the worst acting performance. What? Between all of them,
0: she won the Academy Award for uh, West Side Story, right? She won it for this. No, she was nominated for this. Oh, she's nominated for this. <laughs> I mean, she was also, also surprising, but she was 17 in this movie. And like, yeah. I heard that she was raped like in the making of this or like one year before by a actor who her sister called out in her book as um somebody, something Kirk. Anywho, anywho, her sister, Natalie Wood, seems like she was a pretty tough chick.
2: Um, all right, before we get into aggregators, let's run down this Oscar list. Um, best actor, James Dean was nominated, but not for rebel without a cause. He was nominated for East of Eden. Um,
0: okay. One real quick on this. I did hear from my grandpa that he was just like, ah, the James Dean performance was all right, but nothing that was crazy. I thought James Dean was great in this.
2: I did too. It was the same thing where like at first, like I kind of had to get used to him. But once it got serious, I thought he was really good. I'm yeah. like, even re- when we rewatched those scenes, I was like, oh, I like this more now. I don't know if it's because I knew what was coming and I knew I could like kind of watch his acting more. But yeah, I liked it a
0: lot. I, I just thought that like, I wasn't like, I, I thought in my head that he was just going to be a pretty face that wasn't that good at acting. But seeing this movie, I was like, actually very impressed. I was like, okay, he's actually playing this role really well. So I was impressed. Anywho, you can continue.
2: Um Ernest Borgnine won for Marty. Actor in a supporting role. Sal Maneo was nominated. Jack Lemon won for Mr. Roberts. Um actress in a supporting role. Natalie Wood, Rebel Without a Cause. Uh Joe Van Fleet from East of Eden won. That's another that was what James Dean was nominated for. Um and then the other thing that was nominated for was Best Writing. Let me find that category here um holy shit the academy awards are so weird there's okay there's writing motion picture story there's writing screenplay and there's writing story and screenplay um i'm trying to find which one it was where is it oh and there's writing motion picture story did i already say that yeah I, i guess i did say that one um Nicholas Ray was nominated for writing motion picture story. Um, Daniel Fuchs won. Probably Fuchs, but it's F-U-C-H-S. <laughs> Daniel. But I, Fox, I like Fuchs more. Uh for Love Me or Leave Me. All right. From the Aggregators, a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDB, a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 89 on Metacritic.
1: Man, those are just wild scores for me. I'm probably gonna give it like <laughs> 58 57 57 i'm gonna give it a 57 it was bang average it was a movie i'm not gonna ever watch again and it's only a movie i'm gonna to recommend to people who like old movies you're funny little man all right um <laughs> and for the record i did not think the acting was good at all in this movie like pretty much by anyone i don't think anyone did a great job you know i don't think Many did better than a good job. Probably the best acting performance, honestly, was the juvenile detective.
0: What the fuck?
2: That's crazy.
0: Jesus. Um, I'm. I actually have bumped my score up five because I go on scales of five. Um, it's
2: crazy that you still do this. One
1: hundred and six yeah. episodes in. And the cr- stupidest part is he's probably doing it as a rebellious thing of my score.
0: Um, no, I think I made this decision a while ago uh, when we were talking about the movie. But um, 85, I like this movie a lot. This is a very solid watch.
2: Oh man, I'm I'm stuck between two scores. Man, it's one of those movies where while I was watching it, and even when it ended, I was like, okay, this is this is a fine movie. I I, I liked it a fair amount. But then thinking about it and talking about it has raised my likingness of it more. So I don't know, you know what I mean? I don't know which one's more true. Or if I, like I was to rewatch it again, would I have that feeling of, oh, this is why I like this movie? Or would it go back to, oh, this is why I didn't like this movie as much as I did when I just think about it? There's a glimpse into the not-so-normal mind of Jacob.
0: Eternal sunshine <clears throat> of the spotless Jacob.
2: All right, I think I'm gonna I think I give this score a lot, but there's a lot of movies that are this way. Where maybe it's if I watch it more a couple more times, maybe it'll go up. Um I'm giving it an 89. Um, it's right on this cusp of that like I, I would say the nineties are kind of like elite territory it is how to like tear it out, you know what I mean? You're like goaded. Ninety-seven and above, elite like ninety to ninety-seven, good like seventy-five to like eighty-nine. I love it. That's how tears work, Sage. They're not all tears aren't all the same size.
1: Arguing, you're tearing. I'm tearing at... He's tearing up. I thought, <laughs> I thought two of us were sane. I knew one of us was. No, I know, now, Sage.
2: You and I have been not on the same page for a long time now. We there was like probably a good like 90 ish episodes where like 80% of the time we would give like very similar scores. And these past like 10 or 15, we've been In not 80, on the same page.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man. But Yeah. I, I liked
2: this movie a lot. I thought
1: I fell asleep halfway through this movie, way. I boy. know I,
2: I figured you didn't like it when you texted us saying I need to finish the second half. I fell asleep and I was like, Oh, that's not a good sign. No, not a good sign. <laughs> you you would have fallen asleep through heat too though
1: but that was wait heat. three hours <laughs> no heat i did i i had i had to pause because i did watch in two separate occasions but it was so long i had to break it up into two because i was
2: you fell asleep like five times in um tree of life <sighs>
1: Dude, i don't <laughs> i didn't even finish tree of life for like what's that i, wow. I oh. did
2: Okay. I thought you yeah. were, were pulling a Tate.
1: No. i like out. I remember Bastard. waking up and being like, Wow, I do not want to finish that movie. And I, I had to like force myself to watch it right before we recorded. And then two thousand one Space Odyssey, but that's because that movie is hypnotic. I had all the lights on yeah. and I was still falling asleep <laughs> to that movie. Yeah. You could take And I don't fall asleep to movies. Like I have to not like the movie to fall asleep during it. So maybe
0: that's my Gauge sages gauge the sage gauge, it's a terrible, terrible gauge. It rhymes, but it's a terrible. terrible If you start
1: hearing the snooze, you're gonna lose.
0: (laughs) I hate you.
2: All right, so that is an average score of 77 for this movie. Sage, it's your next movie pick. Are you excited?
1: Oh, that's right. Are you ready for that next movie pick? I'm just watching this. BYU. Why you missed their field goal attempt or went for a two point conversion? You're watching this two.
0: through Jacob's k- screen. Yeah, you're fucking
1: insane. I, what down is it, Jacob?
2: It is second and
1: goal from the oh five yard line. I'm Baylor's gonna win. Um, I don't know. Two more downs. Okay. Ready?
2: Yeah, if you are. I thought you were thinking yeah. of a movie.
1: No, I'm ready. I was watching the game. All right. I love Gary Oldman, so we're going to go with a Ooh. Gary Oldman. The Fifth Element. I think it's what
2: 1997. Is this? Yes,
1: it is. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Wow. Chris Tucker and the what a, what woman? The What woman? <laughs> Mila <laughs> Jovovich. Yeah, the girl from Blades of Death or Death, whatever. Oh, and uh, Bilbo. You know Bilbo's what I'm talking
2: about? What check. are those movies? Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of them. Let me... Um, Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil. Resident Evil chick. Luke Perry is in this. He dead. Um, awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, it was nominated it for an Randy's- Oscar. Yeah, it's directed a random by,
1: sci-fi movie.
2: Yeah, directed by Luke Besson. Um, in the colorful future, a cab driver unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil and Mr. Zorg at bay.
0: God, this sounds awesome.
2: Gary Oldman is Zorb. Bruce Willis is the lead. Corbin Dallas. Mila's playing Lilo. All right, are you ready Obro's
1: for
0: it? playing Cornelius. Are you ready for this other weird synopsis that I just read? Yes. Oh my god! I almost fucked that up. In oh Jesus Christ! I almost fucked it up again. In two thousand two hundred fifty-seven, how would you say that? Twenty-two
2: fifty-seven.
0: Yeah, it sounds just weird to say twenty-two fifty-seven. In twenty-two fifty-seven, a taxi driver is unintentionally given the task of saving a young girl, who is part of the key that will ensure a survival of humanity. Wow. It's a
2: pretty cool poster, too.
0: Yeah, it looks awesome. And I look, it's sci-fi. Wow. Bruce Willis, sci-fi? Good morning.
2: Let's see if this is streaming anywhere. Um, Looks like it is just on Showtime. It is not. If you have Showtime, you can stream this movie. If not, you'll be renting it with us. But I'm very excited for this. Um... Oh wait, 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 wait. Yes, it's on Paramount Plus. Oh fuck me. <laughs> Say you've got Paramount Plus for the soccer, right?
1: I canceled that. I got Fubo TV. Uh that gets soccer. Yeah.
2: I've got the Paramount but, Plus for the Taylor
1: Sheridan universe. That's okay. I don't bother, I don't mind renting movies. I think it's awesome and fine. probably cheaper than having like five different subscriptions awesome and
0: fine
2: (laughs) yeah i mean you're you're probably pretty like if you don't watch a bunch of movies like i do it probably is cheaper
0: yeah i watch four
1: movies a month can you guess why why that's a number i watch four movies a month and i don't have any more subscriptions
2: does that help the tv let me let's I'll Is it fourth down? The Did they call over. timeout? It's, it's fourth and goal. They're coming back. Look at the moon.
1: Is it the two-yard line? It looked like it was like the two or three-yard line. Are they going for it? I can't oh, see my it. God. The screen's it's too white. bright.
2: I know. It didn't work. Come on. Come back. Uh-oh. Incomplete! <laughs> they went for it? Yep. Well, yeah. It's overtime. And they're down by six.
1: Oh. They had to, yeah. But if they got a touchdown, they would have won with So a
2: BYU
0: won by six?
2: Yep. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, Hit. fuck Baylor. Jailer. The Jailer Bears.
0: All right, you grab some.
2: All right, that will do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. That's not how I usually say it, but I do I do mean thanks for listening. Um, if you would like to get in contact with us, you can email us at gd 4 ampodcastgmailcom at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at gd4gd.movies. Er, you can follow us on Twitter at gd4gd.movies. Uh, leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating rating and review on Apple Podcasts,
0: and if not, I'm going to challenge you to a chicken
1: race. I'm just going to call you a chicken, and apparently that's going to spark a giant <laughs> feud, and everyone's going to get all pissy. I'm going to shrink your head. Okay. Oh, we'll catch you next week at the movies.
2: With my hair, I don't give a damn.
0: He's looking at you, kid. are terrific, if you the uh, stuff that dreams are made up.
2: To is equally understood. Go on, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
0: Remember,
1: the force will be with you always. It's bold in terms of jerking people around, but I may have gone too far in a few places. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get laid!